This call is being recorded. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Prayer of Victory. This is JC, who's on the line. Good morning, JC. It's Sissy it's Susie. <laughs> hey, Sis, how are you? You feeling better? I'm feeling a lot better. My voice is starting to come back, but it's still not all there yet. Good. Give it time. Give it time. I know. I need patience, and I don't have any. Me <laughs> either. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Susie, can you hear me okay? I don't have my headpiece in there. Yes, I can hear you fine. Good, 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 good. Thank you. Good morning, Deidre. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Deidre. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Thank you, thank you. Did anyone else join? Good morning. Welcome to the Club 60. This is KC. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else join? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is JC. Good morning. This is Brother Dwayne. How are you doing, JC? Good. I'm good, Brother Dwayne. Amen. Amen. I said we got a Phoenix call this morning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's good. Anyone else join? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Did anyone else join? Would like to say good morning or hello? Good morning, family. It's Sister Veronica. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Happy Saturday. Same to you. Have a good one. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning. 
Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord indeed. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, JC. This is Royal Princess. Hey, good morning, beautiful. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you. Thank you. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Thank you. Hello, my name is JC, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us this month of July for a whole bunch of power-packed individual and unique messages from all of our wonderful gifted declares. You don't want to miss what will be coming out of the bag, excuse me, out of the bag because you are in for a big blessing. There were no prayer requests from the app this morning. There were no announcements today. The order of the call, the declaration will be by Dwayne and Sarah Elliott. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Eric Smith. And we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. Once again, the order of the call, declaration will be by Dwayne and Sarah Elliott. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Brother Eric. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture today is Second Chronicles 20 and 17. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declares of the day. Have a great day, everyone. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, blessed Saturday that's here. Thank you, JC, for bringing us, uh, for hosting and bringing us here um, into this uh, declaration, this teaching on this Saturday morning. I want to thank, uh, again, as usual, Dion and Moni and everyone uh, that puts in so much uh, to establish this and um, give the opportunity and the platform for us to teach to one another and uplift one another. And uh, before we start, we'll just do a quick prayer here. Daddy, thank you for the blessing of this day. Thank you that you love us, you are with us. 
I thank you, Lord Jesus, that there's something you want to speak to your children. May we just be a device for it. Overshadow us and put us aside so that you can speak for it. Help, Daddy, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so from probably a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think my wife and I were both feeling something towards what well, we're trying to go over, like, what are we going to talk about, what's going to happen here, and there was different things coming into our mind. I think the most thing that was resonating was um, part of, it was definitely the communication that the Father had with us, and it was a lot of times in the prophetic, um, within dreams and other uh, ways he communicated with us, and um, the one thing in going back in, in our um, the journey that kept coming up was was waters and um, the the vision of waters and and dreams of water healing. The, it was the starting point. It, um, everything in our journey in the restoration of our marriage, in um, being called out to Arizona, in what we're purposed in in our, in our mission, and what we would be doing in the church and other ministries. It um, originated in water. And so that's pretty much in the last you know, couple of weeks, and especially last several days and especially last day, there was a lot coming, I think, against us even on what we're going to speak and how we're going to come together and what was to be said. And um, as usual, the enemy is just trying to um, jiggle things around and shake things up or what have you. But the one one thing resounding was healing waters, healing in general, and just where the starting point was. And um, pretty much last night we were at a crossroads of like, that's the way to go. What's going to come here? And my wife's basically like, I think this is yours. You got to find something. <laughs> what, the father's got to tell you something. And he did um, from a very unlikely place. Probably the one of the things we weren't thinking of, um, it ended up coming up in the book of Ezekiel. Uh, the Lord is, there's a whole vision that the Holy Spirit is walking Ezekiel through through a lot of chapters here. And 47 came up uh, because water flowing from the temple. And it's really um, the Holy Spirit showing Ezekiel what basically after Jesus' resurrection, what the church, God's body, would be doing. And this was basically a visual aid of what was going and it started with water. Um so it was kind of, it was definitely perfect but it it awed me as I looked at it that literally it was a blueprint of what the church what happens with the body of Christ and what happens with us individually to start within us and then move on to the nations. Um so I'm going to read Ezekiel 47. Um starting at the first verse, and it goes as such. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and behold, water was issuing from below the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate that faces toward the east. And behold, the water was trickling out on the south side, going on eastward with a measuring line in his hand 
the man measured a thousand cubits and then led me through the water. And it was ankle deep. Again he measured a thousand and led me through the water, and it was knee deep. Again he measured a thousand and led me through the water, and it was waist deep. Again he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass through, for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in, a river that could not be passed through. And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. As I went back, I saw on the bank of the river very many trees on the one side and on the other. And he said to me, This water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah and enters the sea. When the water flows into the sea, the water will become fresh. And if you don't know, that's actually the Dead Sea, um, which is six times saltier than the ocean. Um, And wherever the river goes, every living creature that swarms will live, and there will be very many fish. For this water goes there, and the waters of the sea may become fresh. So everything will live where the river flows, where the river goes. Fishermen will stand beside the sea from Engedi to Enaglan. It will be a place for the spreading of nets. Its fish will be of very many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But its swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They are to be left for salt. And on the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water for um, because the water for them flows from the sanctuary, their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. So when looking on this, and there's a lot there, obviously, um, when, when looking on it, uh, the healing, the waters, everything was flowing from the temple. So to give you a geographic look at this, when you look at Jerusalem and where it's positioned, um, it's right between the Mediterranean Sea on the left or the west and the Dead Sea on the right, it's east. Um, so when Ezekiel is having this vision, he's saying that the waters are flowing from south of the altar, so basically the bottom of the temple, because the, the entrance of the temple is facing north. So from the depths, from the core, from basically the root, which is Jesus Christ, the waters are overflowing in this vision. Um, that's, that's our source. That's our power. That's, the water flow is literally coming from Jesus. So this is um, basically speaking on going from Christ's resurrection, when he comes out of that grave, when he comes out of the ground, when those rivers are flowing, you know, his grace, his, his gospel, his word is flowing out and overrunning through the temple. So it's raising up, going up to the north, and then it overflows to the east, trickling down and like pouring out from the south and going eastward. So um, the Holy Spirit here is showing that these living waters, and um, as we remember uh, when we go into when Jesus is speaking of himself, that he is that living water. Um, that he 
uh, when he's telling the woman uh, at the well and he speaks of himself that he's the, when you drink of this water, you will thirst no more. Um, that other waters you drink from and what have you, but when you drink from me, you know, teaching that um, in John 4, 14, and I'll read from there real quick. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Uh, so Jesus is saying, so in this vision for Ezekiel, that living water is springing up and it's overflowing. It's coming to the north and then trickling to the east and heading towards the Dead Sea. So the Dead Sea, as I said before, is six times saltier than the ocean, the Mediterranean Sea that's, that's to the left. Um, nothing grows there. Nothing lives there. Nothing can swim there. Literally, if you jump in the Dead Sea, this content, the salt content is so concentrated, you don't even have to try it. You float without even trying. You could try to dive in and go down. Once you stop fighting, you literally, everything just floats up. Um, so there's no, this is desert country. Right, everything is dead and gone. But and a lot of times when we when we are dead to ourselves, when we started, when um you know I'm looking back and uh, at us personally, at our marriage, we um we got to a point growing up in the church and everything, we got to a point we were dead inside. We were we were dying to each other. We were pretty much I think no good to anybody. Um, a lot of our dreams. A lot of what we wanted to do just seemed to go dry. And um, there were many dreams. I think when the, when, the, when the healing journey was starting, there were many dreams of water. Um, sometimes it was dirty water. And Sarah could um, share something that she had. Yeah. <clears throat> Good morning. I was just, you know, when we before Dwayne and I went through our marriage restoration, we I would have several dreams of dirty water, and I didn't understand <laughs> I didn't understand why it was always dirty until I realized that you know my bloodline still was dirty, you know the iniquities um, in my heart and the iniquities in my past and the iniquities in my family were dirty and I would I would have uh, even have dreams of my sister in it and we were you know in that dirty water together and as the Lord as the Lord um, progressed those dreams he would then I would have dreams about being on winding roads with water that over that goes over the road um, I'd have dreams of falling off of uh, driving off of uh, the San Francisco Bridge with my children. These dreams seemed very scary to me. But when I look back, I realized that these dreams were, you know, water represents the Holy Spirit. And, and um, really, in essence, the Lord was saying, I'm cleaning up your bloodline. And then you're going to have the biggest encounter with Holy Spirit. And um, 
And I just, I just love how he shows us, and there's been so many dreams with water in it. I've had, um, what's that um, pool where ever in the in the Bible where um, where you can get healing? The lepers is stirred up. I've had dreams of being in that pool, um, and there was like even demonic things around it, but they couldn't touch me. And so there was just all this very, this very, and I had another dream the past two nights of pools. And, um, and we can get a little bit deeper into um, some of some of the um, different kinds of ways God will show us uh, about healing um, water in, in the bathroom or water in that's very significant. We usually dream a lot about houses and different parts of rooms of houses, but the bathroom is very significant. Um, and we can talk about that and get a little bit deeper in that. But definitely God was showing us even before, like, even before anything ever happened that, like, that was going to, because it wasn't like we had a bad marriage. We had a beautiful marriage. It was that the enemy came to try to destroy it. <laughs> so. We were having this beautiful marriage, and then he just wiggled his way in there and tried to destroy it in one one big swoop. And so he, I had all these beautiful dreams of having an encounter with water, and then um, he came in, and I honestly can't remember dreams, dreams during the time that we were just um, hot messes. But um, but then it, then all of my water dreams changed after that. So it's it's about it's about cleansing. It's about healing. Amen. Definitely. I remember even some of my own dreams. There was a, there was weird ones. It was a lot of bathroom dreams, a lot of cleaning up and cleansing from within, which makes sense now. But when you have a dream, it's just like you're constantly in these bathrooms and sometimes there's no walls or the door won't close and it's exposed. Um, you know, you're trying to get a, a, a door to the stall and it's wide open. And that's just the Lord saying, like, I'm going to make you, Right now, this is going to be open. You're going to be vulnerable, and you've got to allow this healing to happen. Um, there were dreams of overflowing urinals. <laughs> I'm just like, that's really weird. That's really nasty. And the whole bathroom, you know, are flooding with it or whatever. And, you know, there's times even my mom or my wife would have to remind, like, water's still Holy Spirit. It's still, even, like, it could be dirty. It could be coming from a weird spot or whatever. And and actually, I remember even in that urinal one, you know, was, that, was it dirty? Was it clear? And it was actually clean, and it was clear coming through it when it was overflowing. So as much as I was thinking initially, humanly reaction was like, okay, that's just nasty. It wasn't. It, it was actually healing. So um, here in, in this vision, as the water's overflowing going eastern, the Holy Spirit is calling um, Ezekiel to come forth and has a measuring tape. So Two, a couple of things here. So, like, the the vision is multidimensional. It's multi-time. Because it's speaking about the last kingdom and how even the land and everything will be transformed um, in the end days. But it's also speaking about different eras in time um, of, like, now when the Holy, when Jesus is resurrected, when his spirit is through the church, and they're transforming the spiritual way of the land um, and our world. And so the, the spirit is t- telling him to have... Um, he has a measuring tape, basically, a measuring line, and going cubit, a thousand cubits by a thousand cubits. And each new, and however much time that may be represented, I'm not even going to try to debate, like, go to, but he's showing, first it was ankle deep, 
then it went a little further, and it was need, then it was to waste, and then it was overflowing, and it was showing the errors, like, as the gospel is going out, like, first, it might be only a couple of people that are hearing it. It might be the ones in there that are scattered, and then it's going to families, and then it's going to churches, and then it's going to nations. It, it was the progression of as the healing is happening, these waters are flowing. And as my word, my gospel is going out from my people, they're taking their territory and, and going further and forth, further and going in the depths to the point where I you can't pass it, it's overflowing. It's to the point where the Holy Spirit, you know, revivals happen, flows happen, where this Holy Spirit can just drench and overpower and overflow. And that power is present here. We do see a lot of craziness, a lot of wickedness. This is Satan's world right now, no doubt. But the Holy Spirit flows. And when the church can come together, when we're being led by the Holy Spirit and we're getting in those depths, you can be, like, saturated in that Holy Spirit water. It is very much possible. It is where he leads us. It is what the church needs and must do. And that overflowing in this vision then went into the Dead Sea again the most dead body of water on the planet, but these waters were were making it fresh. Life was happening in this dead place. Only, only a move of God could ever do this. There's no other way for the Dead Sea to come to life. There's no other way for trees to be planted by it and springing up. Um, another, uh, one dream, another dream that um, was very prevalent uh, for actually Sarah had in a vision, um, Isaiah, Isaiah 43, 19 actually was spoken up to her and it reads, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Um, again, it connects right to this right here. Yeah, that dream came, uh, I want to say, it, it was definitely like we were good. And it was like a few, maybe, I would say four or five months prior to coming out, maybe even before, um, it was before we told Pastor Jenny and Albert that we saw God is calling us out here. And I had a vision, dream, you know, half asleep, half awake. and. These beautiful ladies, all dressed in white with flower crowns, were were dancing on desert ground. And they were super joyful. And they were saying, spring up, spring up, spring up. And there was incredible joy. Um, and I was, I felt like I was one of them because I was just totally being drawn in. And I'm like, yeah, spring up, spring up. And we were just commanding the waters to flow. And all of a sudden, from the ground, um, the water pushed up out of the ground, and it just was a huge, like, huge water, um, like, faucet just bringing up out of the ground into into the air. And, and come to think of it now, um, ground represents um, our hearts. It's the, you know, our hearts represent soils. Um, and that's a whole other teach, <laughs> but, uh, but the, but the Lord refers to our heart like a garden. He refers to our heart like soil. And so, um, it was almost like I was seeing Holy Spirit getting ready to just erupt through my heart, but also not just my heart, 
but the but the land of Arizona. And I was seeing a vision of like this desert and this water being bursting up out of the ground and all these people were dancing and singing and it's joyful. And um then he led me to that verse in, in Isaiah and realized that they were saying, spring up, oh well, spring up, oh well. And I don't know if you guys know that song, but it's super joyful. Spring up, oh well, spring up, oh well, spring up, oh well in me. And usually, you know, churches are dancing at that point. Spring up, oh well in my soul um, because there's just so much joy associated with it. Because the Holy Spirit is just like getting ready to just burst your heart open, and everything that the Holy Spirit's been doing in your in you is now going to burst forth, and it's going to touch all the land. Amen and amen. Um, yeah, that, that the whole thought of I mean, if you're in the desert and you've been dry and dead, and nothing's there, and water is gushing out, kind of like when you see those uh, images of the oil you know, pouring out all over. And, you know, of course, you know, that equals money. So the people that have been mining for that for however long are joyful. But when you're you're dying and there's nothing there and you see that water coming up, you can't help but celebrate. And there's a party going on. Uh, Isaiah 2, uh, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3 reads, And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that he may walk in that we may walk in his paths for out of Zion shall go the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So again, years and years, centuries earlier, all these connections are being made. It's going to be living waters coming out from Jerusalem, from the king, from the city of the Lord. Uh, you know, it's speaking on, uh, the people people of the world will turn or Jeru- you know Jerusalem is Israel God's elect people will be speaking to the world for transformation for bringing this living water it's just you know the word is just saturated with these prophecies coming to let people know what's going to happen um what his purpose is where the route he goes on um there's redemption and the word and restoration coming from God's kingdom from Jerusalem. Um, you know, and even the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, when it says we've got to go out, baptize, you know, go out to all nations. It is his call. It is what he's commissioned us, commanded us to do. It's what his nature is that no one, you know, everyone's given the opportunity. It, it is his desire that no one would perish. Um, and so, that restoration, it is available to all people and it's going out and it's it's his purpose. Um, now, in the, in the uh, vision here, you know, it's restoring and bringing uh, life to this area, this dead area where nothing could grow but trees are now being planted. And as Ezekiel, you know, he's lived there. He, he knows the area. He's As he's seeing this vision, he knows... He's in desert territory. He knows what's been here. He knows there's no natural way for this to come about. But the Holy Spirit is showing what I can do, how I can transform, how I can bring to life the dead things. Amen? Um, That there's nothing too hard for our God. And it is more than possible. It is more than feasible. 
he can do that good work. Uh, Isaiah 61, verse 3, it reads, To grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks or trees. Oh, can we please, uh, everyone, make sure you mute the line so we can uh, preserve the integrity on the, on the call. That they may be called oaks or trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So it's speaking, um, the, the prophet Isaiah, speaking on the transformation of the people of God, that Zion, that kingdom of God, which is, is also us being planted like trees in, the de- in those dead places that were the mourning and where the deadness and where all our hurt and pain and everything that's going to be the healing waters are going to flow into. When we mourn, and there's a lot we were mourning in when we were broken. There's a lot we were mourning for, uh, for ourselves personally, um, for hurts and things dating back to when we were kids that we were coming up in healing, mourning over the what ifs and the um, I wish I didn't or I wish I would have switched this up in our marriage. I wish I wasn't this way or what have you. I wish I didn't hurt, you know, one another in these ways. I wish I wasn't in the present situation where, I mean, we got to the point where we were pretty much roommates. <laughs> the mourning of loss of what um, what could have been with, with ministry in that point if we both were ready earlier with our yes and wholehearted to go forward. I mean, there were things that were in mourning, but praise be to God, his overflowing waters transformed that. You know, he, he doesn't waste anything. So even what we had, you know, ended up having to go through and the things that we would have mourned or what have you, he brought healing and newness of life and is really showing us He's got way more than we ever anticipated and way more that we could have dreamed. And even if it doesn't happen in the way we thought it should and what we envision, his vision is way better. We really could never have perceived ourselves going on the faith journey that we have these last couple of years and continue to go on. We couldn't have imagined that we could have been built up to be ready to just trust when Everything in the natural is like there's, this is a dead end. There's no way. Or there's within our natural selves, there's no resource to transform things. There's no resource to have provision in the desert. Um, there's no natural way for him to spring life around us and through us and, and lead us somewhere. But just as Ezekiel's eyes are being opened in this vision that the Holy Spirit is like in in the natural, this is not possible. This is literally impossible in the natural. But by my spirit, thus says the Lord, by his word and by the gospel he pours out and by the good news being poured out on this land, this is the transformation that will happen. This is how I will plant people. This is how the church will flourish and help others to flourish. Amen. Uh, and then one more call on that. In Psalms chapter 1, verse 13... Hit that little bit of that. Oh, actually, it's 1 to 13. Chapter 1, verse 1 to 13. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, 
nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of God springing forth. And on his law, he meditates day and night. We're getting saturated in it. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Now that's Psalms, that's dating back. That's the time. And it's so prevalent in this vision. It's so prevalent in this vision that Ezekiel is having. We're going I mean, I just went back to Psalms chapter one, right? That's some time that's some time earlier. But in this vision when when the the Dead Sea is being refreshed and and fish are coming in and trees are being planted and fishermen are actually now there. Right now, there's no fishermen ever going near the Dead Sea. There's no point. But here in this vision, it is it has been turned to such fresh water that fishermen, i.e. Uh, you know, the church, are now able to pull up and net tons of fish. It, it was actually uh, the way it speaks um, and there will be very many fish, for this water goes there, that the waters of the sea may become fresh, so everything will live where the river goes. Uh, fishermen will be in here, that there'll be, uh, its fish will be of very many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. So where it was dead, there will be such harvesting within the church, where the church was dead, where we were dead, um, there will be such harvesting that they're casting nets out. Um, and then it flows when the great sea, when the Dead Sea has become to life, that water is then flowing out to the Mediterranean, which would be the world. You know that from Jerusalem, when the waters you would go from the Dead Sea to Jerusalem and then out to the Mediterranean Sea, that's to the west. That's to the rest of the world, right? So um, if you look to the east, and even in nature, you know. Even in the natural, it declare the Lord. So when the sun rises in the east, that's Jesus, right? So if you're going from the east and the sun rises from the east, then it will go towards the west. And so this water is flowing to the rest of the world. Because Israel is in the east and it's going towards the west to the rest of the world. That living water, that fresh water will flow out to the masses. Um, and I love uh, near the end of this chapter here uh, in verse 12, and the banks... And on the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail, but they will bear fresh fruit every month, because the water of them flows from the sanctuary. Mm. From the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. It's coming right from Jesus himself, the source. At the base the south end of the altar, which is in the south, you know, south of the temple, in Ezekiel's vision, that's where the water is flowing out from beneath, pouring out from Jesus Himself, and flowing into the banks. And there's provision. I love it. It's as the church is going, as the water is flowing, there's provision. The leaves, the fruit is there. It's plentiful bearing much fruit as we are cleansed and washed and healed and as we're growing in the Lord and as we're, we've got the grace he's granting us to keep pushing um, 
this river and transforming. Provision is there. The fruit is being shown. The harvest is plentiful. You have anything? Uh, and so, in essence, it's just I love for us and our life, we can see our transitioning and the way things are going. And we're, you know, we're, we're definitely, I think, on that side of the Dead Sea coming to life. <laughs> um, and we're working towards. I think the the plentifulness and the nourishing of us to where we're flowing, and then that fruit is going to be bearing. Um, this this chapter, one I, I was not thinking about, is just so prevalent to our life. But I think it's so prevalent. It's to the church. Again, Ezekiel is getting a multi-dimensional, multi-time vision of the works of the Holy Spirit, of the works of Jesus, of his, his resurrection. So he did, he did his death, his purpose. He came here, and he came to Jerusalem first. He came to Israel first. It starts there. The sanctuary, and it's from the sanctuary that all this comes. So from his people, his chosen people, he's pouring out, which then comes to us to become his church and then pours out to the rest of the world. Um, and it's just it's such a beautiful illustration. Um, and... For us, it resonates so much, and I can just imagine, I mean, I know we're not alone. Um, so let's let that water flow. Let, as we continue to be transformed, as we heal, and first and foremost, again, for us, it was healing. Before all things came, before prophetic uh, prophetic giftings were uh, shown and, and we, we, we had them and didn't know, but before it was revealed to us, before... There was movement before. It was like, okay, I'm going to uproot you and move you and show you purpose for you. It was healing. The waters that we're going to bring for other people to heal, it's got to come home first. It's got to start here first. Um, and unless, do you have anything else to add? Um, n- not really. I love this teach. Um, I know God downloaded this to you. Because it reminds me um, the part about the healing leaves. Oh, where was that at? But it was the healing leaves will not wither, nor will they the fruit fail. So I don't know if you remember, but maybe six months ago I had a dream. And I was sitting in a school-like setting. And Sid Widmer was in my dream, and um, anybody probably in the prophetic world of Jennifer um, Evas may know Sid Widmer. He's kind of a mystic um, prophetic in a sense. Um, I actually just listened to him last night through another ministry that I'm, and we did a live um, a live call. But he he does like um, he's a he's a prophet that is very. Um, in tune with like nature and so um and probably the things that he sees he sees very differently and more redemptively than others um anyways he was in my dream and he was a teacher and he showed he he came up to me and everybody everybody else was kind of preoccupied with this like goodie of some sort i think it was nachos and cheese (laughs) i i love nachos and cheese but i didn't get any and i was kind of upset um, in my dream, <laughs> and he comes up to me and he says, um, "Sarah, what do you see?" And that reminds me of this chapter because that's what 
that's what the Lord said to Ezekiel. Son of man, have you seen this? Son of man, have you seen this? And I looked up, and I saw um, it almost looked like a some kind of a pathway to um, the like Washington D.C. But all the trees were dead. There was a ton of trees, a line of the trees on both sides, and they were all dead. And you know, I told him, and and I began to then see this emblem. And I and when I woke up, um, I started to draw it, and and then I began to to research it. <laughs> I'm really really not into politics, you can tell, because um, when I t- I think I took a, took a picture or something of it and put it up on Prophetic Dreamers, and someone said, well that that's the United United Nations symbol, and they began quoting the scriptures from Ezekiel talking about the um, the leaves of the nation. And so I think what the Lord was saying was like, this is the current state. Um, but I'm, I'm, I want to send people out to the nations, right, and bring that Holy Spirit. And um, so I think that's very interesting that that um, this is so this passage that you that the Lord downloaded to you this morning um, correlates with 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 that and reminds me of that dream that that I had that was not too long ago. Um, that I feel like the Lord is, is showing us um, where he, where, like, he's showing his current state and what his, his, um, where his focus is. His focus is in, in the United States and bringing life back into this land, into the nations, actually nations. Amen and amen. I almost, um, I'd actually forgotten about that correlation, but it's, um, again, we, I guess we're we're partnered for a reason. <laughs> and we're connected. And um I just want to say thank you to the Holy Spirit that um you know he brought uh, something new but it was definitely a reminder and um that he connected this and uh I very much see us again. I I just this is speaking this speaks to us. This speaks um really his, the, our journey, but our purpose. And um, again, as we'll go over in dreams down the road, um, there there was a, a, a procession of things that happened, and it, it was our healing. And then it was seeing uh, the promise of what our purpose was, but then it was having to then get through that <laughs> that healing process. But the Lord showing what, and you know, in this vision to Ezekiel, He's showing, I'm going to heal, I'm going to restore, but I'm showing your purpose in it and what you're going to do for the land and what my called people and chosen people are going to do for the nation, but the, the nations will be blessed as he, as he told Abraham, what comes from you will bless the nations. And in, and in the bottom line is what comes from you is going to go right to my son who then will restore the whole world. So even when he's given the promise of a son to Abraham and given the promise of the multitude and, if you could count the stars or the sand, that would be the amount of people, you know, your people that come from you. But all of them are to lead to my son coming into this world so that your your line will bring my son who will be the true blessing onto the world. And that's just beautiful. So with that, we thank you for your time and we pass the call.
Brother E, are you there? Maybe you need to unmute, Brother E. If he's not there, is there someone that can fill in at the prayer spot for him?
Oh, thank you, Lord God. Oh, we pray, Lord God, and we lift up our adult children to you, Lord God. We pray your protection and covering over them as Lord well, Lord God. Those, Lord God, that was raised up in the church, Lord God, that have gone astray, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We pray your protection over their lives, Lord God, until they return unto you, Lord God. We say thank you for covering them as well, Lord God. We continue to lift up our communities to you, Lord God, and our neighbors, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Bless the community today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the heart and the mind, Lord God, the will, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, and to love our neighbors, Lord God, as we love ourselves, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray for our pastors, Lord God, our ministers, those evangelists, Lord God, the prophets, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Cover them as well, Lord God. Lift them up today to you, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. As they pray and labor, Lord God, for the flock and the congregation, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you pour back into them, Lord God, as they watch over Oh, hallelujah, our souls, Lord God. As they pray, Lord God, over our souls, Lord God. Lift them up to you this morning, Lord God. Refill them today, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God, and the congregations, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up the United States of America to you, Lord God, and every other country in this world today, Lord God. The enemies, Lord God, of this nation, Lord God, we pray for them as well, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for the president of this, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that you are the influence, Lord God, in his cabinet, Lord God. We say thank you for your word, Lord God, where that it tells us, Lord God, that the heart of the king is, is in your hand, Lord God. So, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for this nation, Lord God, that this nation repent, Lord God, and return back to you, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. No matter what it looks like, no, Lord. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. No matter what it sounds like, oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. We know that you are in control, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. And that everything, Lord God, hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. It shall work out for the good, Lord God, for those that love you, Lord God. And we say thank you, Lord God, that your love lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that the rivers of running water, hey, hallelujah, Lord God, that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. It flows from you, Lord God, the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for rivers of running water this morning, Lord God. We give thanks this morning, Lord God, for the declaration, Lord God, that reminds us, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that you can run living water, Lord God, in the desert place, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for the life, Lord God, that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Thank you for the love that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Thank you for the joy that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Thank you for the peace, Lord God, that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Thank you for that Holy Ghost boldness, Lord God. Courage, Lord God, that lives within us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, so that we may better do thy will, Lord God. We pray today, Lord God, that thy will be done, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. No, hey, Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. 
so much to be grateful for, Lord God. We are all grateful, Lord God. So right now, Lord God, I ask, Lord, that, that collectively we lift up the name of Lord uh, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let's take our phones off of mute collectively and praise the Father this morning, Lord God. We give thanks this morning. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, for Brother Eric, Lord God, in his absence, Lord God. We lift up Brother Eric and Sister Juliet to you this morning, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Bless him this morning, Lord God, in his absence, Lord God. We lift up the declared Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. the entire declared victory uh, family to you this morning, Lord God. Thank you for this prayer line, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, where we seek your face daily, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Victory in that praise. Hey, victory in that praise. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for opening up our understanding, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. When it comes to dreams, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Hey. Hallelujah, Lord God. Visions, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you uh, for Sister and Brother Elliot this morning, Lord God. We lift them up to you this morning, Lord God, and we pray your protection and covering, Lord God, over their household, Lord God, and over their lives, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. As they minister to us, Lord God, he don't declare victory, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you pour back into them, Lord God, as they pour out and share with us, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that we have the victory today, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah. To stand on your holy word, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. And to live that holy and sanctified life, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. No matter what it looks like, Lord God. No matter what it looks like, Lord God. We will stand on your holy word. We will stand on your holy word, Lord God. So much Thank you, Father God. 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 Thank you, Father God.
Yeah, come on. Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. As we prepare, Lord God, to move into the next phase of the call, Lord God, to love victory. Oh, hallelujah. Discussion, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God. Oh, for the river, Lord God, that flows. Within us, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, living water, Lord God, that we may not thirst again, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, because we cry out to you, Lord God, and that our prayers are answered, Lord God. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we give thanks. Amen. Hallelujah. As I pass the call. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, brother, for being a pitch hitter on uh, on this prayer. Thank you for leading us in. Thank you. For all the saints that lifted up their voices, sang, prayed, went into uh, tongues and just uh, and brought it. Thank you so much. A, a recap to this morning's declaration. Um, so we spoke on Ezekiel chapter 47, all of Ezekiel chapter 47. And this is basically uh, the blueprint for the Elliott family and our healing journey and our commissioning and and our purpose, but um, what is amazing here is that so Ezekiel is given a vision, the Holy Spirit is walking him through what I feel is a multi-dimensional, multi-time um, vision of not just what's going to happen in the final kingdom to transform the world itself, but spiritually uh, for many different times, uh, times such as this with us, told um, from the prophet Isaiah are established here in, in, in this uh, vision or are, um, what is it, uh, confirmed here in in this vision. And so uh, what's going on here is that Ezekiel is seeing the temple, and there's a series uh, of chapters here about all about the temple, which is um, Jesus coming in and establishing and, the, and Zion, basically the temple in Zion in the last kingdom um, being established. And it's positioned between the Dead Sea to its right on the east and the Mediterranean on the left. And um, the way that the temple is built, it's coming from south to north. Uh, so the entry, or the, uh, the entry, the doorways up north, and Ezekiel is saying it showed that the waters were springing up, like spring up over all the waters of life, these living waters, these fresh living waters were pouring out from the south side of the altar, which is on the south. So at the bottom, is the altar, and at the bottom of that is where this water is springing up and overflowing to filling up the temple and pouring out. And it's pouring out to come up north and then over to the east and flow to the Dead Sea. Dead Sea being six times the salt content of the ocean. Six times. This one body of water. And so it's it's literally the Dead Sea. Nothing can grow there. Nothing can live in it. You put your body in it. You float without trying. Um, and it's saying that as these waters are overflowing, the Holy Spirit is calling 
Ezekiel out and he's saying, here's a, a, a measuring line, and we're going to go 1,000 cubits, and it's going to cover your, your ankles. And then we're going to go another 1,000 cubits, and it's covering your knees. And then another 1,000 cubits, it weighs in another 1,000 cubits, and it's overflowing to where it's a river flowing. You have to swim because you can't walk through it. And it's uh, showing the, the Word of God is healing waters, um, the Spirit of God flowing to such a degree time over time over time, just overflowing so much that it just becomes a living river of, of life flowing over the land, over this desert land that has been dead, and you know it's dead, Ezekiel. You know that nothing can grow here, nothing can live here, but I'm showing you what my spirit can do. And I'm going to that dead sea, the, the, the dead church, the dead people, all the things in you that you thought weren't nothing of any um, value was going to spring up from. And I'm bringing, I'm turning that into a living water. I'm turning that to a, a, a river of fresh waters. And I'm growing trees that I've planted that from times past, it was prophesied, I would plant you people from your morning. I'm going to pull you up from your morning and I'm going to plant you like trees around here. And your fruits are going to bear and your leaves are going to be fresh and not wither. And from that river overflowing, we're going to go from the east and flow into the west. So my church, as I wash you and fill you and my people, I'm bring, building up my kingdom with you. And now all those dead things have now come to life. And a place where you wouldn't dare to think a fisherman would be, fishermen are going to come. And there's going to be so many fish here as if it was the number of the ocean. And so I'm building up my church. I'm pulling in, we're pulling in the harvest, and we're going on this church, and we're going to flow to the Mediterranean, which is flowing out to the rest of the world. And so this is the, the vision and image of, of that our, as a church, our uh, reformation, our salvation, our um, becoming saturated by the Holy Spirit and transformed and made new and made his kingdom and then working with him to go off to the rest of the world. Um, that's pretty much our testimony in this. And so I just, I, I thank Jesus that he, he illustrated it and we have the, the the word of God to go in, but there are so many other chapters and so many other times of water and springing up in the desert water that connects with this. And I just love that connectivity and just the way we connect. But it all started, um, as in the end it says, um, of the chapter, uh, the chapter says, then he shall, wait, no, sorry, um, Okay. Oh. Um, so then it shows that it was coming from the sanctuary. So, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water of them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. So, coming from the sanctuary, coming from the source, coming from Jesus Himself, it's all stemming from Him. We start the temple, it started overflowing from the gut from the source, from the the very core, all the way down south, <laughs> at the very end. That's our source. That's Jesus. He's the one that's overflowing to the part where even the most dead come to life and it's flowing out into the ocean. I'm so. good. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's a recap of, of what we um, brought here today, what the Holy Spirit brought here. Well, um, oh. when you talked, I answered, but... I can hear you, but I don't think you can hear me. <laughs> and so we want to open it up. 
oh, okay. to uh, anybody that uh, can reflect or have something to say based on uh, on the declaration. And <laughs> <clears throat> someone with um, a little guy named Zion is still needs to mute their phone. <laughs> he sounds super cute though. Um. Yes, good morning. Yeah, so we just want to open up the lines. If anybody has anything they want to share, they're welcome to share. Or if they have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. You know, as I was mentioning the prayer, uh, the, the last statement you just uh, mentioned for us, the fruit uh, coming straight from the altar. Uh, I was thinking about all of the suffering that I see uh, in the world today. And mm. I know that, that I'm not a, to allow the, the, that distraction, you know, what we see. Um, and I just thought about, the, uh, you know, God's word when that he tells us that he's going to pour out his spirit uh, on mm-hmm. us, and that he'll be the one that's healing uh, society today because there's a lot of ills that's, that's in society today, so much suffering. And uh, my God, he, he's going to pour out his spirit, and, and we're going to uh, move out into the land and do the work and minister to those that are suffering and that are mm-hmm. in darkness. Oh, hallelujah. So thank you um, for your declaration this morning. But that's just what came up in my my spirit mm-hmm. when you shared that verse uh, of the fruit coming directly from the altar uh, from, from the, our Savior, that he's going to be the one that pour out his spirit and, 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 and those that are suffering are going to be coming in in, in massive and getting healed and delivered and set free. Oh, thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, what you spoke on there, it reminds me of um, the verse that we read of just the, the people that are mourning um, that he's, he's using his church to go off and... Um, those living waters are springing up for those who mourn and transforming and just, uh, like you said, just the hurting and the pain and, and, and the dry and desolate places, that dead sea, that, that just, um, there is much mourning. There is much suffering. And, and it's his waters coming from that source, from, from the core, from his chosen people, and then pulling up to others to bring um, that refreshing and that transformation and just bringing life. Amen. Also reminds me of um, <clears throat> the woman at the well, and here's Jesus is asking her for a glass of water, but he has living water. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? It's it's Sleepy the who missed. Um, <laughs> I think I joined about six fifteen. Good morning, you guys. Um, <clears throat> I didn't catch all the declaration. Of course, I can't pop the recap, but all I can say is what I heard was just so humbling to me. Um, just It just reminded me to just be ready and to just 
it just I just want to do is well. And so just hearing what you were just saying just made me just feel just more humble that I just want to be in his will to do his will um, for his kingdom. So I just uh, thank God for you guys, and I just um, I just pray God's protection over you in Jesus' name. Thank you, sister. Thank you, Krishanda. That that means a lot. Um, I think Sarah, something like this. I just um, I was just gonna say thank you, but also. Um, I feel like the Lord is just teaching us in this season how to, um, one, pray his will and not ours, and two, um, you know, I just posted something not long ago about being stretched, and the Lord is just, you know, there's plenty of things that we would love to have, (laughs) and he's, you know, he's kind of minimalizing our world. And we're not sure exactly everywhere he's he's wanting to take us, but he's certainly talking to us about the nations. And he's certainly talking to us about, you know, um, his plans for our lives. And um, that that just saying, you know, I just I just want his will. It's like it's we we I don't know how long we've been praying that we just want your will. Um, <laughs> and then we realize, oh, that means that like that doesn't include pretty much anything that I, I put on my want list. Um, it includes definitely like being flexible and pliable to to where he wants to take us. Um, and he does truly care about the desires of our hearts, but his plans are going to be so much better. And, and if we want to, if we truly are in his will, we're going to be in our, in, in, in our purposes and we're going to be satisfied by him. Um, and not by the things in this world. So that's not an that's not an easy prayer to pray. Um, but I know that he he prepares our heart for for the things that he's going to be putting us um, into, which does yeah sometimes come at a cost. <clears throat> Amen. Good morning, this is Tiffany. Good morning, Tiffany. Good morning. It is so funny to hear you say about desires of the heart because I just heard it before you spoke it. Well, first I'm going to go, the Lord gave me, um, has been reminding me, I've also been in Ezekiel this week. (laughs) So this is what's funny, um, the way the Lord speaks to us. In Psalms 2, it says, ask me, to give you the nations, and I will do it. Mm. And they shall become your legacy. Mm. Your domain will stretch out to the end of the earth. And that is in the Passion Translation. That is Psalms 2.8. And it kind of goes back into the 747. It's bigger. Mm. It's international use. It goes Mm. from one country to another country. So God is showing you that it is coming. Mm. Um, and you guys, I use, I've used this word before, um, Sarah, and that's reformers. You're re- bringing reformation. You are bringing the will of God to change the church. There's a change to see the Bible, to see the word of God, to see God 
the way he is supposed to be seen. And as reformers change the culture, reformation brought cultural change. So it's much bigger. And as before you said, mm. I'm sorry, I'm a little shaky right now because I can feel what I I know there's something else. Um, even as you said the desires of your heart, I could actually see when you said, you know, we're in this place of we don't have a whole lot of things just because he doesn't want you to have a material. Amen. It's not going to be about Amen. material, but no, sister, the time is coming when he's going to fulfill the desires of your heart, and he's going to say, now, daughter, you want this house, you want that, you want this car, then he's going to line it up. Mm. But for this season, he is pulling those things out. But the desires will come because he's preparing you. And so ask me for the nations, and I will give them to you. And I remember years ago praying that for my own self. When I first got saved, I would ask for nations. Mm. So even as the evangelists come forth, and even as the different people come forth for the nations, because as our nation goes, so the rest of the world goes. So our cry is for our nation, because as we cry out for our nation and then we cry out for the nations, then God can expand us and send us out. Mm-hmm. But we have to get it right first. Come on. Amen. And so I believe that's where our shift, our eyes have turned to our nation once again. And I remember a young evangelist saying, I remember all the evangelists came out of the United States. Now all the evangelists are coming out of the other countries, and they're coming to the United States. Yes. Why? Because he wants to restore that flow of water. Mm. He wants Mm. to restore. And I believe that's what God is doing right now. He's restoring that flow that flow of the spirit, those healing waters. So our nation can be strong once again spiritually and we can go out. Amen. Amen. You done messed up my wife. She is just beside herself right now. Thank you for that. I am messed up right now because I'm just like before she even said the word, I heard it. I heard it. Mm. And I was like, ooh, she just said what I just heard in the spirit. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. That was beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Oof. I know it's a hard one to follow, but if anybody has anything else to say. It did remind me, actually, when you were speaking there, because um, my mind went back to the the way this um, the way this vision unfolded. The waters were coming from the temple. 
from the holy city pouring into the dead sea to the east but then flowing back to the west so it had to travel through jesus again so it's like the word going out bringing dead things to life but you're coming back to the sanctuary again and then going into the world um and what you spoke on was that it's like the the current of the waters going back to jesus coming back to those who were pro- who were evangelizing before who had the word and went out and then you know are forgetting it's like okay i'm watching over you again u.s and england and wherever um bringing you back to me into me and then back out to the nation so um that cycle amen good morning good morning <laughs> good morning brother <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. What's up? What's up? God bless y'all. Of the life, um, and it was great to uh, hear your sound once again. Um, wonderful declaration. That's a powerful. That's a powerful chapter, Ezekiel forty-seven, because it's you know it speaks so much, and uh, that was some good stuff that the sister uh, brought. Um, I was kind of thinking on the same lines in terms of of, of uh, there's a new there's a newness, you know. Um, in Jerusalem, Jerusalem historically, Jerusalem was the only great city in the world history that mm. did not that didn't that did not stand or wasn't based on a river. You know, all the great all the great uh, cities, uh, Rome, mm. it was was surrounded by water. Jerusalem was still. So Jerusalem was the only city that didn't have a river. I think something is significant about that. And when you see that the, because Ezekiel doesn't see the water coming from the temple. It's underneath the temple, I believe. I might be getting that. Yeah, it was from underneath. From underneath the temple. So that's saying that, you know, to to me that the river and and the water is always, uh, like the sister said, it comes from Jesus. Jesus is the only source from the Messiah. Yes, amen. And 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 so, like the old times, God's people in Jerusalem had had to totally depend on the providence of God. They couldn't boast about how great this city was. They couldn't uh, rely on natural things. And I think God directed them to be that way, so they think, um, so that they could understand that uh, their water, which is, you know, in that part of the country, is the very essence of life. Water is very valuable, and be and to have a natural river was 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 really really valuable. Um, and that's why all the great cities were built, like on ports or, or, or whatever, near sources of water. So they had to entirely build on on, on on depend on the providence of God. And I think that as we go out, um, it speaks to me of a newness. Because the old temple didn't have water. But there's a new there's a new temple. There's a greater temple that Christ talked about. It's a greater temple. And he was talking about himself. And this water, it's, isn't it wonderful, though, that it, if you look in the vision, uh, Ezekiel is taking out, he, he's taking out to this vast river, but he, but God doesn't just drop him off in the deep end. 
but God allows him a gradual progress. He goes to the, to the river, uh, and it, and it only comes up a little white ways. And then he goes into, you know, he goes a little bit further. And then, you know, he finds out that it's so vast that he can't swim. He's, he's actually, you know, uh, um, engulfed. And I believe that's God's plan for us. You know, God knows we don't have, uh, uh, that the majority of us don't have, a, have the faith or, or have the wherewithal to, to just, just go deep forth into this river. But it's a gradual process. God is allowing the show measure. You know what I'm saying? See where I'm taking you. And I'm allowing you to see where I'm taking you. I'm allowing you to see the vision. I'm allowing you to see the destination or the destiny. I'm going to take you. I'm going to guide you. I'm not going to let it, let you be uh, uh, overwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm, but God's desire is to take us further. The further. You talked about the Red Sea. There can be nothing that lives in the Red Sea. Well, this world is dead. There's nothing in this world that 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 is uh uh that that lives, because to have true life is to be one in Christ. Because if we're not in Christ, we will die the second death. So in and so so this world is almost like was that show, the The Walking Dead. I mean, they're animated, but they're not really truly live because they don't really have the source. They're not connected to the source of life. They don't have that water within them. And so Christ is showing us, as he showed Ezekiel back then, that my desire is to take you, like I said, into the nations, into this world. And if you go with me, I'll, I'll guide you and, 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 and take you to the point where, where you'll be uh, uh, engulfed, but that my water is powerful enough and intentional enough to begin to transform this dead world, to transform this dead sea, which we call the world, into uh, uh, a place full of life. So, um, thank you. And it, it's funny too. Even your declaration, I'm, I'll be teaching. Um, well, I won't be teaching. I'll probably be on standby, and I'll probably start the lesson. But our lesson for the Sabbath was blueprint for a better world, and so that kind of resonated with me too. So, once again, thank you. For your declaration i always enjoy you and your wife and uh, always blessed whether it's on here or, or it's on facebook i uh, i'm a great fan of y'all so god bless you and love you both brother we love you and you came up in here and went to like water vision 2.0 and upgraded the entire declaration like you just killed it <laughs> you upgraded the declaration like I, I didn't even need to be here um i love uh, uh, we love you. We we, we love you, Mrs. And um, you you pulled out yeah, real the. Uh, I, I love what you talked about there. On there's literally no living body of water anywhere near Jerusalem. It's it's dead and and death, and it's only by Jesus. It's only by God and His provision, which He was teaching from the beginning. He said, "I'm going to take this. I'm going to take a man and make a nation out of him. I'm going." drop you in the desert and surrounded by enemies where you should be snuffed out. Because honestly, Israel should not be on the map with all the people that hate them, that completely surround them. But it's God's providence and it's God's hand. Like, I'm going to choose. I'm going to take nothing and prove everything through them. And so um, I love how you brought that back on just the, uh, yeah, it's coming from the from beneath 
um, and I don't think I shared that part. But yeah, it, as it says, it came from beneath the temple, and the, so that's the new temple and the new flowing of water, um, and pouring out from there. And all again, the full source is Jesus Christ. Um, thank you. you. You pulled a lot out of that. Anybody else got something for pressing? I just wanted to say one thing. Um, as you were talking, I was thinking that your declaration speaks to me that, uh, uh, as you said, you know, God to the man. And, and, and all of nation, all of all the Bible, God called a man. He created a man and told him to go out, and then he and then he called another man, Noah, and then what, what Noah was able to do, and then you know once again he called another man, called Abraham, and told him to go out, and we have to realize that as as God called Abraham, as God called Noah, as God called a man called Abraham, He's called each and every one of us, and if we surrender. And if we learn to follow God's word, that there is a nation, there's a nation for each and every one of us. Now, it may not be as big as America. It might even be, you know, it might even be the size of Rhode Island. It may be, you know, but God has called us to go out and, 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 and to revitalize the nation. God has called us to a nation, to a sphere of influence, to a people. All we have to do is find God's will in our life and, 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 and be willing. Ezekiel could not go to the river. He didn't transform him to transport him to the river. He guided Ezekiel. Ezekiel still had to take the steps. He still had to walk into the river. And so God calls us to whatever nation we are. We have to have the faith to walk and, and to know and the faith to understand that God's going to guide us. But he's guiding us. He has set aside in our testimony, our story of life, a people, uh, uh, co-workers, our loved ones, friends, you know. So I, that's all I wanted to do. It spoke very powerful. Uh, your, your declaration spoke very powerful to the need to, to be uh, uh, the evangelists, the, the called out ones, the apostles. Um, the water doesn't stay in the temple. Mm. But we shouldn't stay in the church. We are the church, and we need to go out and do the work of the church, which is through the power of Jesus Christ and his endless resource transforming those and speaking life into dead things. Mm. Well, you just followed the format of the declaration and of that chapter and just brought that water right back to us. So I thank you, brother. <laughs> amen and amen Ooh, on everything, on everything you just said, bro. Um, stepping to, taking those steps deeper and deeper with Jesus and then the Holy Spirit just guide. Amen. And, and giving that yes. He's just, he's just, he's, he's waiting on the yes. Everything is about to say yes to him. It started with, he's like, it started with me. I'm going to carry you through me. I'm going to bring you to me and you're going to help bring other people to me. It's just, 
It's all Jesus, period. Beginning, middle, and end. Amen. Anybody else? Well, thanks everyone who how, who are on the who was on this call. This blessed this cosmophony. We uh, I, I I imagine the reason why the enemy was um, coming at us so strong was because we're talking about nations here, mm. and um, I love how the Lord just shows up. He just shows up and. Um, and we just have to listen and obey and, and you know, even last night up until <laughs> I just had to surrender this particular call, um, this teach, um, because I knew that he wanted, sometimes I think when he doesn't, when he's silent, he he's like, no, this one's going to be for you, sister. And um, he t- completely spoke through my husband. Um, through all of you this morning, and um, I'm super blessed by it. So I'm just going to go ahead and pray us out and um, bless your day. So, Lord, we just thank you um, that you um, continually guide us. I was just thinking about how um, how yesterday I'm coming out of Target, totally forgot where I parked, and there was this little boy behind me, and he said, look to the left. He was talking to his mom. But I just that command of hearing, look to the left, and I looked over, there was my car. Lord, that's how you are with us. You, you, there's a voice behind us telling us which way to go. Over, you know, the verse that says, whether you look to the left or the right, there's a voice behind you guiding you, telling you which direction to go in. And, Lord, we just want to be in submission to where you want us to go. And we just want to be willing and and, um, flexible and pliable um, to go to the nations or wherever it is that you want us to go, God. And and does it make any sense? It usually doesn't. Uh, sometimes you'll put us in workplaces and you're like, and we're like, why did you send us here? I'm way more qualified for this. But you're like, I have people in this place that I need you to speak to. And I'm so grateful, Lord, for those divine connections and alignments where we can just bring healing. We can bring, um, a testimony. We can bring, um, truth into someone's life and we can break up spiritual atmospheres and we can be the shift changers and and we can and we can speak to the winds and we can say peace be still because you are living in us so i just thank you jesus that you are present you are bringing fruit in and out of us and living waters are flowing through us because you reside in us so I just thank you, Father God, and I bless I bless everyone on the call this morning, and I just pray, Lord, that you would just direct each and every person's heart, and and um, that 
Lord, that you would just begin to speak to them about where their next step is. Lord, show us the next step. God, I, I thank you for the overall vision. And now I'm praying that you illuminate the step in front of us so we can see where it is that we need to be um, because all we want to be is in your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone have a beautiful Saturday. Amen. Thank you. Blessed day, everybody. Hallelujah. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Have a great day. Have a wonderful day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.